Welcome to the Fitness Talk podcast. We are going to talk about all things fitness, covering physical fitness for people of all levels, emotional fitness and well-being and how this impacts on your health, and mental strength, preventing self-sabotage to enable you to be the best version of you. I am Melanie Riding, your host. I am a business owner, a personal trainer, triathlon coach, swimming coach, massage therapist, NLP coach, and a nutrition advisor. Welcome to the Fitness Talk Podcast. Well, this is episode seven of the Fitness Talk podcast, and today we're going to be talking about RPE. It is a term that's used a lot in the fitness industry, and it's short for rate of perceived exertion. It's the way that we measure how hard you're working, what zone you're working in, what your heart is actually doing, and how your body is functioning at that level. So, do you know enough about RPE? And is your exercise regime mixed up enough? Let's find out. Hello and welcome to the Fitness Talk podcast. Now today I want to talk to you about RPE, Rate of Perceived Exertion. This is a very important element in your training and exercise regime, and it determines whereabouts you are in the fat burning scale and whether you are burning fat, whether you're burning your morning breakfast or whatever. So let's start at the beginning. This week's training for me, well, I've still got a foot injury, so I'm struggling to ride my bike, which is a bit of a bummer, but I am back to swimming and I have been replacing the cycling with some swimming instead. So I go to the pool and um, I have been just mooching up and down, but I should actually try and add some higher effort um, intervals in and things like that. Um, and I try to do some exercise five days out of every seven in the week. So what is your fitness regime? How many times do you aim to get your booty moving, and what side of exercise are you doing? Obviously, it's better to have variation, and I would usually vary the, the biking with the swimming, but I can't at the moment because I can't use my leg. So swimming is where we're at for me. That's um, nothing that I can control. So what is your fitness regime variation? Don't get stuck in a rut and do the same things all the time. Now, there's something that happened the other day that got me thinking about RPE, actually. I went to this pool at the weekend and I aimed to do some intervals, some 400 meter intervals. Now I know what my 400 meter time used to be. I know what it roughly what is at the moment and I'm aiming to get it slightly faster. So I'm just going to touch out of my cardio comfort zone and I've got a watch that counts my laps. Now, on the weekend, when I did this, I 
bust my ass literally swimming up and down it felt really really hard normally i can swim uh, breathe every three uh, when i know it's actually a higher effort level is when i have to breathe every two and i was having to do that every two strokes that is for all of my first 400 meter interval and i wondered what the heck was going on and my times were about one minute slower than usual for swimming that is an awful lot of time and this continued throughout the second and the third rep i tried swimming with with a pull boy between my knees so i was disabling my leg i tend to do that to stop the foot from hurting um, and i tried it both ways and it still didn't make any difference i could not figure out why I, everything was feeling so hard then I thought about the fact that the doctor has actually put me on blood pressure tablets, not because I've got a high blood pressure, because he wants to see if they're opening the blood vessels in my leg will stop my foot from hurting. So hence the blood pressure tablets. So what it's doing is lowering my blood pressure, not because I need it. So if I've got a blood pressure that's lower than normal, that means that everything's going to feel harder than normal. It's sort of a bit like altitude training. So you've got less oxygen being pumped around and you've got less oxygen being turned to energy. So you have got to be more efficient with that. Now, I'm not, I've never done altitude training in my life and I did not like this feeling at all. The feeling of total exhaustion when you know it actually shouldn't be like that. Um, now, I've got a very good um, sense of self and I know what I should be doing and I know the effort levels it usually takes and I know when to stop and I know when to push through and I can hurt myself seriously um, and I can also oh, give up really quickly. I tend not to do that one. Um, I do tend to work harder and for longer than perhaps I should sometimes. But I got out of the pool and sat in the changing room totally exhausted and had to think about this blood pressure thing. That got me thinking about a test we used to use, an RPE treadmill test. Now, it was based on how hard the, the person felt they were working when they were walking on the treadmill. So the treadmill used to go flat and then go up on an incline and we'd ask how hard they felt it was. And the, why did that not work as a, as a reliable test? because we were basing it on what the customer felt. So if, you've, if you're someone who never ever works in the anaerobic zone and always just does the easy low-end cardio stuff, then as soon as you're asked to work anaerobic, it's gonna feel like bloody impossible. Uh, so your perception of hard is gonna be different to my perception of hard. When I'm used to working in that zone and I figured at the weekend that there was something wrong, uh, because uh, the blood pressure and the effort level and things were all didn't match what I was used to experiencing. So that means that the, the RPE for different people is going to be different. So that treadmill test did not work at all. It was not very reliable. So we don't use it. There's also the step test. Now the step has to be a certain height. The, the steps have to go at a certain speed. It's for a certain amount of time and there's a sum. That's much more reliable because there are less variables. So if you think back to RPE, when I was swimming, the effort level was incredibly high. The breathing was, in, was faster than it should have been, but I was going slower than I normally were. So I knew there was something not right. So RPE guide. Now then, if you talk about RPE, if you're, if you're asking me what the guide is for, for rate of perceived exertion, 
easy peasy, wandering around, um, no effort at level at all. You can have a full conversation as if you're not even moving anything. Um, that I would say would be the, the lowest level. Then when you're working in the cardio zone, you are working at a level where you can speak in short sentences, but you have to keep taking a breath every so often. You can't ramble on like I'm doing now without taking a breath. You, you wouldn't be able to do that and sustain the effort and the workout that you're doing. So that's what I would call cardio. And then anaerobic is when you're speaking in short bursts in one or two words and have to take a breath and can't speak any longer than just one or two words. That's what I would call anaerobic. Now, anaerobic is the um, area where we're working at the top uh, end of your system and we're working through on the high-end cardio and we are burning the cardio, the, uh, the sorry, the energy that you ate today, this morning, last night. When you're working in the cardio zone, that's the slightly easier speaking a couple of sentences sort of thing, that is burning your body fat. The reason that there is a difference is because of the amount of fuel that needs to be stoked in the fire to keep the fire burning. At the, at the anaerobic level, your body cannot produce the um, and convert the fuel into energy fast enough from your body fat, so it needs to take it from your nutrition that you have eaten today yesterday because that's a faster delivery it's like um stoking the fire on a steam engine for example so that's the difference between cardio and anaerobic now shortness of breath is the way i would always determine it but i've looked at someone else's uh, uh, de definition here of an rpe chart and i'll just you there's millions of them there's so many I'll just read you this one. So this RPE chart is one to 10. Now I usually wouldn't worry about numbers because that you end up thinking too much about it. Now, um, very light activity, anything other, anything other than sleeping, watching TV, riding in the car, you know, you're hardly moving. That's one, they're calling that one. Light activity, they're calling two to three out of 10. Feels like you can maintain it for hours. It's easy to breathe and carry on conversation. So I suppose that would be walking at a slow speed. Uh, there, four to six out of 10 is moderate activity and it feels like you, could ex you can exercise for hours breathing heavily. No, that can't be right. Feels like you can exercise for hours breathing heavily can hold a short conversation. I would say that's wrong. You cannot exercise for hours briefly breathing heavily and uh, can hold a short conversation. Hmm, but anyway, that's four to six. And then vigorous activity on the verge of becoming uncomfortable. Shortness of breath can speak a sentence on the verge of becoming uncomfortable. You see, that's another term that is asking you to um, interpret something. It makes it hard. Very hard activity, difficult to maintain exercise intensity, can barely breathe and can speak a single word. You see, that's my anaerobic but nine out of 10 is a very high level to be at that. I would say you're at it um, perhaps slightly sooner than that. Um, and there, you can work anaerobic without it actually causing collapse, uh, as long as you do it properly and for fixed periods. You can only sustain anaerobic for short periods before your body would run out of fuel. And then there, 10 out of 10 in the RPE chart is max effort. Feels almost impossible to keep going come you're completely out of breath, run out of breath and you're unable to talk. That's 10 out of 10. 
So that's that one that I've dragged off the internet. But like I say, the way I tend to um, interpret it is, can you speak a full sentence or are you speaking in short phrases? That's how I would tend to separate those. So what you need to be doing is working in a mixture of areas because you don't want, if you have to sprint out of the way of a flying obstacle or something like that, you don't want to collapse and die on the other side. You need to be able to sustain high intensity at short intervals and you also need to be able to sustain cardio at a lower effort level for longer, like mowing the lawn or walking or something. Because if you think about this from a um, life quality of life point of view, you're going to want to do a mixture of those things. And that means you need to have a mixture of exercise. So is your exercise mixed up enough so that you've got light, moderate intensity and hard out intervals, which we tend to call HIT, high intensity interval training? Do you do all of those things? I will leave that for you to consider. So, RPE. Rate of perceived exertion. Like I said, cardio for me is speaking in short, is speaking in sentences, and anaerobic is phrases and word and single words and beyond. So I'll leave you with that thought. Are you working hard enough in your exercise? Hmm. You have been listening to the Fitness Talk podcast with Melanie Riding. If you have enjoyed what you hear, please do follow us. And if there's anything you would like us to cover, you can contact us on fitnesstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.